Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. I hear voices in my head, they counsel me, they understand, they talk to me. You got chills in your religion, all designed to keep you. What do you want to talk about? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell. Oh. Fuck. He really likes to cut people off. I don't, I don't appreciate that. Let me try that again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. Oh, what the fuck? It's getting out of control. My favorite return of the night. Welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Hold on. Any other returns? No, we're good. Sir, how you doing? Uh. <laughs> All right. I was just making sure that no yeah, one no, was going yeah, no, to come out. I think we're good. Interrupt me. I think we're good. Um, shout out. Shout out to all the fucking returns. <laughs> all of them. Every single one of them. I love, they, they triple swerved us. Triple? Was It wasn't even... It, who would have thought? While eating ruffles. Just all kinds of swerve. Who would have thought? Let me tell you something. As far as that ruffle segment is concerned, shout out to Akira Tozawa. <laughs> he is a gem. Right? He is Never a... seen someone get, get dead-faced and get so over. He... I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there might be one person in particular 
<laughs> Take it. As I hold up my Undertaker plush. But <laughs> other than that, uh, the dead face, Akira Tozawa and the Undertaker. It really is. <laughs> it's, it's neck and neck for uh, Hall of Fame dead face. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Ruffles and uh, their opening vote of who's going to start the uh, the War Games match. Yeah, shout out to them. And shout out to... Uh, the aforementioned Cody Rhodes in his WWE shop uh, promo there and uh, very subtly showing off the figurines. But if you take a very quick look, and if you watch, if you saw it, there was a Stardust figurine sitting there. And then he covered it up very quickly with the Cody Rhodes American Nightmare figurine, which I thought was very, very funny. And was I had it Cody Rhodes? Yeah. I thought he covered it up with a Roman Reigns. No, it was it was a Cody Rhodes. Uh, oh, I may need to go to the eye doctor with full full jacket and uh, attire. It or was, if you'd ask my grandfather, I need to eat more carrots. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to grandpa. You never heard that one before? Yeah, sure. Beta carotene, absolutely. What? Beta carotene. I'm sure that's what it helps with the. No, I'm talking about the rabbits. Oh. You never had your dad, your grandpa, fucking tell you that that joke as a kid? No, I just know that it's, it's supposed to be. Eat your carrots. You never seen a blind rabbit? <laughs> I never, I never heard that joke. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, this is the doc show. Um, yeah. So seriously, what do you want to talk about? Because <laughs> there's really, I mean, again, this the music right here tells it all. The return of our truth, as Triple H so uh, eloquently pointed out during the. Uh, the press conference well there's a wide range of topics we can talk about we could talk about cm punk kind of subtly telling people to go fuck themselves or we can talk about adam copeland actually telling christian to go fuck himself (laughs) let's where do you want to start (laughs) let's start with something that i should have mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago when it actually happened um (laughs) better late than never the november 15th of episode of jeopardy Let's talk about that because, again, I wanted to mention this really quickly. Uh, it had it was a celebrity Jeopardy version. It had Macaulay Culkin of Home Alone fame. It had Rachel Dratch of Saturday Night Live fame. And it had one big-time Bex, Becky Lynch. Becky is a soon-to-be, well, uh, maybe who knows soon, but she will be a Hall of Famer. WWE, rightfully so, uh, one of the best female wrestlers of all time. She holds the record. For having the worst Jeopardy performance of all time. Record's a record, baby. Record's a record, baby. Bravo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, but I'm clapping subtly. I just am holding a microphone in my hand. She made history as she is now the first contestant to never, never give a single correct answer through 60 clues. I mean, that's a troll. Macaulay Culkin had 25 correct. Rachel Dratch had 20. Uh, it is believed the first instance of a player going zero correct responses through 60 clues. That's definitely a rib. What do you mean that's a like, rib? Like, she definitely just ribbed everyone. She uh, wrote a book, for God's sakes. <laughs> okay, what is that Are you mean? kidding me? Listen, I can answer questions correct on Jeopardy. Nobody ribs. 1,000%. Nobody ribs. But I cannot write a book. Nobody ribs like that. There's no way anybody would rib the fact that I'm going to get zero right. I would. <laughs> I would. I probably would. That'd I'm be playing. If I'm playing for a charity, there's no way in hell. I'm like, How do you know I what? Know you again? Oh, you might have seen me on Jeopardy. I was the worst contestant ever. I got. I got donut. <laughs> <laughs> got a big donut. I'm playing for a charity, but you know what? 
fuck them. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just not press this button in a timely manner. It, she blamed it on that. By the way, she blamed it on the uh, on the timing of the because people people have that issue where Did sometimes you don't have the any questions. No. Did you not hear the story? I thought you just said correctly. Zero correct. <laughs> zero no, out of 60. Okay, no, 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 no. She answered zero correctly. Did she even get to answer with her she buzzer? She got to answer, yes. But, but okay. she blamed right, right. she blamed, she blamed the button. <laughs> she as her wasn't not- <laughs> able to answer at all. At all. At all. That's even way better. <laughs> <laughs> at all. Which is why I think uh, that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Seth Rollins... And the whole fiasco that happened with Punk, I'm sure he just wanted to, like, I want my, my wife looking like she's, like, a dummy. I'm just going to put this on blast. Had nothing to do with that. So how long is it before we book uh, Becky Lynch versus AJ Lee? I mean, right? <laughs> she looks good, by the way. Did you see uh, photos of her backstage? I did. She looks great. I did. Well, she looks great. Age of day. Uh, CM Punk looked good. Randy Orton, fucking hell. <laughs> like, he you just... Randy Trenbel Orton? <laughs> <laughs> Good God, the man is massive. Uh, Return of our truth, as mentioned, and then you know. Randy Ball Orton. There we go. I knew I can <laughs> get one one more in there. Take that. Uh, are you uh, are you natty, Randy? Yeah, <laughs> new. <laughs> Where's that test? Um, but we'll get on to all that. But yeah, I wanted to mention as far as uh, Becky Lynch's triumphant uh, Jeopardy debut. Um, let's see what else do we have here? I have, uh, <laughs> as I go through my phone, I, I love when I just take screenshots and memes and I send it to you all. Uh, when you get your ears pierced, where does that little piece of ear go? Fun thought. Um, Jesus Christ. Jim Cornette. That's, that's too much for me to think about. Right I know now. it's, uh, yeah. Especially when you're high. Uh, Jim Cornette praising LA Knight. <laughs> I, I had to take a screenshot, sh- screenshot of this cause I thought it was for the first time in a very long time. I thought he was right. He says, quote, this time last year, he was a joke manager, and now he's a superstar with the main eventer of a $50 million sold-out show in Saudi Arabia. He overcame bad booking and made them use him. I say that's wrestler of the year. Hashtag the yeah movement. He's a fan. And and speaking of him being a manager, shout out to, uh, I guess this is now what they're going by, MXM for, de- for now going to Effie's Big Gay Brunch. <laughs> They're playing that angle, huh? They are really playing up that angle. I mean, listen. Oh, who are you talking about, by the live way? Live the gimmick, I guess. Live the gimmick for the for the audience. Who are you, who are you talking about? Oh, that is um, Monsoor. Mont Jeez, Mon, I haven't said these names in, in uh, no. a minute. Mansois and Marseille, <laughs> formerly managed by Max and Maxine Dupree. Dupree. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to get up there right now. Mm. Someone has a vid. Glad to, glad to, hear, about. Glad to hear you better. Uh, about. Yeah, right. Um, Nobody can hear it in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. Uh, let's see here. I'm just, again, going through my phone. I have, I still find this very funny. The Nakatomi Plaza annual Christmas party, December 24th. Okay, let's just settle this once and for all. Don't fucking start. Don't start this. I will go off. Is it no, or is it not? It's not. Moving on. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> it came out in July. Stop it. Uh, no, I don't care. I've been alive all my life, and I ain't never seen a Chinese food commercial. Very true. Um, 
I'm just I'm just doing a phone spill right now. Uh, I've been alive all my all my life, and I've always wanted to do a Jewish Christmas, Chinese food in the movies. It, it's fun. I, I the funny it. thing is, is I do Christmas Eve, so feasibly I could have done this. And I don't do I don't know. I'm just saying I don't do anything Christmas Day, and I just thought of it recently. I go, why have I never gone to the movies or eaten Chinese food on Christmas Day? It's a thing. You should try it. It is a thing. You should definitely try it. It's very it. much so a thing. Uh, we'll talk about MJF. He revealed he has a torn labrum. Um, he's still going to do World's End. Uh, let's get to, oh, man, oh, man, the long-running saga that is Sunny Days. Miss Tammy Lynn Sitch has been sentenced to one week in prison for her DUI murder. Nope, that's not right. 17 years. 17 year sentence and <clears throat> excuse me uh, this article says the fans are, are blaming or uh enraged <laughs> by tammy lynn sitch blaming the death of chris candido for her outrageous behavior meanwhile i mean meanwhile people have pointed out that this this along with chris has been going on for years before he was dead <laughs> so yeah cut that shit out um yeah so she was sentenced to 17 years for her uh for a case of her uh, her DUI death of a uh, a uh, elderly gentleman uh, via car crash, and so she is down for the count. Ugh, that's that's a shame. I guess the big question that everyone, not me, but everyone wants to know is: Can you still run an OnlyFans in prison? Would you want to run an OnlyFans with the current physical situation going on? That's very judgmental, and yet I. Stand by it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got me. I mean, have you, you got me on that one? Have you seen her? <laughs> that's a bet. That's the, probably the most PC way you could have put it. <laughs> that might have been the most politically correct insult I've ever heard in my life. You're very well. You really want to do that with the whole facial situation going on? That was great, dude. Bravo. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there's a photo of uh of her and her orange uh her orange best. Hot. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smoking hot. No makeup, blonde hair, just all kinds of mess. And she's turning to the camera, she's just bawling her eyes out. Um and I mean I I would be too getting sentenced to seventeen years. But uh She looks like the hottest <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Please <laughs> frame Let this. Me get there. Yeah, <laughs> frame this correctly. Go on. Let me get there. Sure. She looks like the hottest 40 year on the job sanitation worker in a small town. <laughs> 40 years. I told you, let me get there. Yeah, no, you got, you got there. Congratulations. <laughs> Bravo. Oh, man. We, we both did well on that one. Very good. Uh, <laughs> All um, right. Now let's get on to serious talk. CM Punk returns. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what a segue. Uh by the way, uh QT Marshall out. Yes. So now it's just a matter of time before Ricky Starks. <laughs> you think so? I mean, listen, all of Cody Cody's entire fucking boys are out. What are we what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um like that was it. The production team 2 years ago in AEW is now out of AEW. I mean, there's still there's still a Rhodes left. 
Yeah, but he's a coach. Dustin? At, at most, yes. Like he's a backstage persona slash coach. I would say that Dustin Rhodes is the head coach of AEW. Now that QT Marshall is out. Even before that. Did, did it give did it give a reason as to why he's leaving the company? He did a whole statement and all that stuff. All I saw was that QT Marshall left and then everyone else was saying that it's been built up for a while. Interesting. And then if I'm being completely honest, was that not the conclusion that you would have drawn anyway? You hear that Q, you hear first thing QT Marshall is leaving AEW. You go, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so it says QT Marshall was frustrated with AEW, quitting the company, followed months of not being happy with what he was doing. He wanted to be a pro wrestler, uh, relegated him to backstage roles and angles. Um, it was said that QT, Mar- QT Marshall uh, lost influence in AEW after Cody Rhodes left. Uh, it, it later, uh, the American Nightmare later went on to give QT Marshall some big time flowers online after he announced his resignation from AEW. Um, but it's also because it's his business partner. Free agent as, as of January 1st. So, uh, so do we get a QT Marshall? ML, MLW has been, is, uh, MLW sources, uh, have been indica- indicated interest in Marshall. Um, I'm sure he could do better. Come on, give the man some respect. Yeah. <laughs> you can do at least impact. <laughs> QT Marshall. In, at least impact. Uh, let's see, we talked about Tammy. We talked about QT. Do we see him in the Royal Rumble? <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> if he if he doesn't pull a Santino Morello, uh, literally just walk in and walk out. Like, By the way, oh, no, I, w- I thought you were talking about, like, the Milan Miracle. No, I'm talking about, Which like, I could see happening. With, with QT Marshall. If they try to do a Milan miracle again, but with QT Marshall. With the same music. Uh, yeah. The Pittsburgh phenomenon. Why does he have Santino's music? Uh, let's see what else here. Well, I guess it's come down to this. Let me turn to Randy Orton. Actually, you know I mean, what? Finally. Yeah. It's let's, been way too long. It's been, it's been, I don't think there's been a single person that's been out of out of the WWE longer than I feel that Randy Orton's been out. Year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you know what? I'm going out of order here. Let's let's just go through uh uh Survivor series and then we'll get to everything that we wanted to say here. Um opening up with uh Bianca, Becky, Charlotte, and Shotzi taking on damage control. And I will also say, while talking about this in the same breath, that we technically, as betting partners, went over two. Well, went over one. Over one. I went over. I technically went over two, and then off air on a side bet, I took three bets. My third bet was for the faces to take out damage control. Because I saw Friday Night SmackDown, and I just see the way the angle's playing with Bailey, and I was like, there's no way they're going to win this match. And sure enough, so I took that, and I evened out all my other losing bets. <laughs> so I ended up with zero, which is better than a loss. But anyway. Um, yeah, we sucked. We did suck. Yeah. We only took the we Miz. Were pretty bad. We took the Miz because, for all of five minutes of that match, we took the Miz because it was you know, plus 300. And that's really, you know. No, t- it was plus 1,000, wasn't it? Was that the plus a thousand? I think so. 
Because I think Zoe Stark was plus 300. I'm sorry. Shit. No, Judgment Day was 300. I'm sorry. Right. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. Okay, so Judgment Day was 300. That's right. It was 1,000. So that was t- for 10 bucks. Yeah, why not? It was a no-brainer. Um, but I, I will say for this match, what a way to start off. Because i I thoroughly impressed with how the ladies played this off. I thought it was very cringeworthy with the, the whole Becky Lynch and uh, Charlotte Flair hug. <laughs> I thought that was very, very cringe. Oh, come on, dude. The storytelling with that was awesome. I, I thought it was I thought it was good for the moment, and then Becky just went in hard with that hug. I thought it was just very cringe. Um, <laughs> come on, dude. Uh, yeah, Becky did love the shit out of that. She hug. really did. She was like, I, "I this is way overdue," and I'm just gonna hug the shit out of you. Uh, Eo Sky with that that trash uh, the the garbage can uh, spot every time gets me. Uh, she is the. She's the one one participant with the most appearances in uh, War Games, NXT, and, and otherwise. And God bless. Women's or all together? What's it, what now? Like just women's War Games? Well, women's War Games in NXT, women's War Games in... in... But, that, but that's what I'm saying. Not women's and men's. Like, she's the number one out of all of them. Oh, all of them. Men, like... men and women's, yeah. Men and women's. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She's been in every single one, huh? She's <laughs> she's been a lot. <laughs> she's been she has been in a lot. She has she has appeared the most times. Um would anybody, would any one of us, and I will answer for myself, absolutely not, any one of us go on top of that cage with a trash can and just leap for, for glory and just hopefully that you don't die. Would you do that? I'll do you one better. Mm-hmm. It would take a lot for me to get on the top rope. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let alone the top of the cage. Sure. <laughs> That's nuts. Sure. Even if, uh, and that's a big if, there was a crash pad, a giant balloon or whatever, a pillow in the center of that ring and I can fall onto, mm. I would still have hesitations just getting up there. <laughs> the fall is the fall. Mm. We It happened. All right. Whatever. Mm. But the getting up there part is where I freak the fuck out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, I might be able to do the turn buckle. I, there's no way in hell I can do a top of the cage. Like, that's just, that is insane to me. Like, ever since, well, ever since ever, but ever since watching Foley get thrown off that thing and aim perfectly yep. onto a table, like, I'm good. I, I, saw, Mick, yeah. I saw Mick do it. I and am then, okay with my feet never leaving the ground again, ever in my life. <laughs> ever in my life. Uh, and you thought that spot was bad. Foley, I, I, I do think that he gives he gets the credit and, and, the, and the air quote flowers for that match. But that wasn't the spot. That was the, the, the most That was the most famous spot of that match. That yeah, wasn't that, the most painful match. Spot, <laughs> spot, excuse me, the most painful spot of that match. <laughs> it was the through the top of the cage onto the ring apron where they thought he, he was actually dead <laughs> and was that also when he uh busted the tooth in his mouth yes. that went through his nose went through his nose yeah i'd argue that that was po- quite possibly more painful <laughs> god freaking 90s <laughs> and god, no it was a great time and no shame mcmahon there was no uh no air balloon f- filled up in the table there to uh yeah but let's fall. be honest the only the only reason that happens is because listen Let's just call a spade a spade here. Mm. Mick Foley had an absolute dump truck on him back then. Yes, he did. <laughs> and it's the only thing that cushioned his fall. But luckily for all of us, he passed it down to his daughter. <laughs> Speaking of which, jeez. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Dumps in the trunk truck. Oh, jeez. Um Yeah. So anyway, so that that was that that spot we had the uh uh and by the way. 
that's going to sound terrible. Uh, I know that you love you love the Barbie movie. Uh, I okay. I've never seen the Barbie movie, but uh, we can go with the narrative. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm good at improv. Yes, and. <laughs> Uh, did you, do you, okay. That, do you know of the Barbie movie? Yes. And okay. I'm sure you watched it alone or we'll say it with your knees. Yes. And Kate McKinnon plays, uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, cameos in that movie, but Kate McKinnon plays weird Barbie. Yes. And <laughs> I'm taking your yes. ands as you know, exactly what I'm talking about. Every time I saw Shotzi Blackheart in the ring, I could not picture the two of them separate. Like it was just like I, there's weird Barbie in the ring. I only picture uh, Pinface, Pinhead. <laughs> Sorry, pin, I forgot which one it is. Pinhead, weird movie in years. Pinhead, weird Barbie. Yeah, it's it was just that, that was a vibe, <laughs> definitely a weird vibe. Uh, and uh, d- d- shout out to uh, uh, Oscar for the the, the miss. I still want to know. I, I want to see. I want to get the 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 camera where they accidentally get the ref handing Oscar the squib. To put in her mouth when she does that miss because it happens every single time. If you if you're live and you're in an Oscar watching an Oscar match, just watch the transition or the transaction between the referee and Oscar and how she how he or she will hand off that squib into Oscar and somehow she gets it into her mouth. I just want to be there to, to I wonder watch if it ever leaks. I mean, it's it's got. I guess if they open your mouth. No, but like not out of her mouth. I'm talking about like when the ref has it. Because where does oh. the ref keep it? His pocket, probably. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. If you imagine, yeah, if he's going, oh, like, just if he's jumping down, the... all over the place, and you know, it, it's never popped once. He's jumping down on the on the mat to do a count, and just yeah, I, I guess not. I mean, his back pocket. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, just watch that tra- transition. Uh, Miss to Shotzi's face to weird Barbie's face. Uh, we got the the weird uh, segment with, uh, as I mentioned, with uh, with Becky and Charlotte. Uh. And it, it, the whole thing plays out as very obvious uh, as we record on a rare Friday that the whole spot with Bailey saving uh, uh, Kyrie Sane and her getting the loss, the, the whole, that whole spot with her uh, saving Kyrie Sane is basically lost on the fact that she got her ass kicked and took the loss. And now tonight on SmackDown, is the transition? I'm calling this the transition of Bailey to a face, because they're going to kick the, the shit thing. out of her and kick her out of out of damage control. Exactly. But here's the best thing about all that: all of us before that were like, Bailey is such a great heel, and she's working this absolutely perfect. Yeah. But how does it get to the next level? Like, how would she turn face? Then the only way to turn face is to save your fellow partners in that match and then all your fellow partners beat up on you because you lost because you saved her right you get it i get it yeah so i'm all for it i've said this before i'm pretty sure on this program before this program bailey has become one of my favorite wrestlers as of late really yes and I'm also certain that I've said this before. It may be because she is as big a Niner fan as I am. There it is. There it is. <laughs> that could be why. But yeah, I think, I think more so because he at least she's got on the sidelines. She's been on the field. She's been in the stadium. She knows people. I get it. 
Which means, I know some people who know some people, but I would never ask those people to get me those tickets. That's why? just too much. Why? Nah, I'm just it's not. You better start learning how to take advantage of uh, of associations and 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 no, no, no friendships no, no, that you not have yet. You're missing. Not out yet. You're missing out. Not yet. It's all who you know. Yeah, but yeah, nah. <laughs> N- you, you just you gotta wait. You're missing out, man. You are. You gotta out. wait. You're missing. Okay. I don't know nobody. <laughs> so you know somebody. <laughs> I I don't know nobody. You know somebody. Don't give me I that. don't know anyone. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. Don't give me that double negative bullshit. I'll call you out every time. Uh, let's see here. So yeah. So the faces get the win. The, the end of damage. Well, the end of damage control as we know it is is tonight. I'm calling it, and we will see where it goes from there. Uh, we lost ten call bucks. Time of death, December first. Yeah. It's <laughs> December. Holy shit. We're in December, by the way. I. I on, the on best the, month of the year, bro. I wonder why. Do we what are we to, talking about? Do you get to celebrate your birthday also in January? Is that how that works? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Let's have a surprise party for you the 30 days after, too. Just, bro. Let's just bookend the whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to get a text from Surprise, I'm throwing your 50th in July. <laughs> <laughs> of this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four years ahead. Uh, by, by the way, oh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh yeah, so we lost. Uh, I know what you're gonna say. By the way, we still haven't bought tickets. <laughs> well, that too, I wasn't. I was gonna talk about that, but I was gonna say for the fiftieth, uh, when AEW is playing at uh, the County Center for Dynamite. <laughs> right, the Westchester County Civic Center. <laughs> the Civic Center, asshole. <laughs> when they're there in four years, hopefully still in business. Uh, that's for my for my fifty. Ooh, AEW or the Civic Center? It's not, first of all, it's not the Civic Center. Second of all, AEW it will always be. It's it's never Civic it's Center never been it's never been the Civic Center ever in life. It's never been called I, the Civic I Center. I don't care. I, okay, well, as an idiot, you should probably care because it's never been called the Civic Center. I'm sorry. I take full offense to you calling my Westchester County Center the Civic Center. All right. What do you call that that uh, arena out in in uh, Long Island? Nassau Coliseum. Yeah. Okay. It's actually the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum, all right? Sorry. So if you want to get the name right over there, <laughs> I, want, I want the name right over here, okay? All right, fair enough. What's the other What's the other arena right off the cross island? Uh, the USB arena. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> all right? The Westchester County Civic Center. Plug C- Civic Center. Yes, and, God damn it. The Civic Center. Uh, we lost 10 bucks with the Miz, fucker. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I did... Uh, I did appreciate that the, uh, you know, again, when we have the extra hit points uh, leverage in premium live events and Miz can go for a skull crushing finale and Gunter kicks out of it, you know, it's over. Like, I, I literally, it, it, when that happened, I was like, I just, we just burn, burn 20 bucks. Just give me, the, give me my lighter. Yeah. That's what we just did. I would have rather just lit a $20 bill on fire and then use that to light a cigar. Baller. It would have at least meant something. It would have meant the something. visual would have been more pleasing. Damn you, Miz. Uh, we had a replacement for uh, Carlito in Dragon Lee uh, taking on Santos Escobar. Uh, not mad. Yeah, the Mexican maybe Asian Dragon Lee, according <laughs> to Chris. I just find it funny that he has that name and he's clearly Hispanic. He's very clearly Hispanic. Very clearly. Yeah. But I digress. Uh, Santos with the win there. Um, I, I I'm telling I I think that at some point 
he's got to go for a title because him heel in NXT, and if he can bring that same heel here, and which is, is what he's doing, thanks to uh, Rey Mysterio and that whole LWO angle, uh, he, I, I'm going to assume that he's going to be a great heel because he did it in NXT and it was so good there. Uh, he should win the United States Championship off of whoever takes it off of Logan Paul. <laughs> I don't want him beating Logan Paul for it. Right. Well, he can't. Because they have the common enemy in Rey Mysterio. Correct. I want him to take it off of whoever eventually takes it off of Logan Paul. Uh, Delina Vega. Is going to win the U.S. Championship? Yes. I don't think and so. And then Santos can take it off for her. Oh, I think Santos taking something else off her. Hi, yo. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I think uh, Alistair Black can't is... let too much dead air go because I'll is... start ripping. <laughs> Alistair Black is calling me. Uh, the weakest, <laughs> a non-existent character is calling you now. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm coming back. Uh, world Women's World Championship. Um, my least favorite match of the night. Only because I feel like they could have given Zoe some more spot. There was no way in hell that Rio was going to take this match. I mean, Rio was going to lose this match. But uh, I think, at least for me, they could have given Zoe a little more as far as spots go. I don't know. Maybe maybe she had enough. There's another short uh, a short match given given you know that everything was bookended by the uh, the War Games matches. However, uh, I don't know. I just feel like like they kind of shortchanged Zoe with this one. Rio retains with that. Um, Thoughts the only thing I have to say about that mm. is, uh, shout out assless chaps, man. <sighs> I don't think I've ever seen someone rock assless chaps so well. Sean, who? <laughs> I don't know if Sean had boy shorts like that and uh, assless chaps. I might, uh, I might be a fan. If Sean had an ass like that, maybe, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a sexy boy. Uh, I, I'm telling you, she comes out every single PLE. She comes out with a better outfit every single time. And again, kudos. kudos Bravo. To, Bravo to Rhea. I'm just being absolutely insane with the outfits. And then we had the main event and then the main event. So double up on that. Uh, let's 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 let me just talk about everything that happened. We know we know the end result. We know what happened with the match and and uh, you know, the entrance that came in. Uh, shout out to Cody Rhodes and the emotion that was felt uh, when he exited the cage to enter the ring because it was uh, son of a plumber that came up with this whole creation of war games and for him to finally partake in it uh, looked like it was something that he was you know taking all in. So I I, I thought that was a very cool. I'll be completely honest. They got me a little verklempt. Not because there you were was sick. a little part of me. Not because you were sick. watching Cody Rhodes enter War Games. Sure. I was going, "This is fucking cool." It was a really, really cool moment to have. That was a very cool moment. Uh, we had the the tiff with Drew McIntyre and Damian Priest. Uh, Damian Priest calling out, calling the shots as as far as him getting out first. Um. All entrance in the ring uh, for no, and by, by the way, no Randy Orton in, in, in this entire thing. I thought that was a good pull on that. 
Uh, I did not. You see... want to know why? Because you can't lock an apex predator Look in a cage. Look at you. You slither his way right out. Um, I did like the I did like the swerve with the briefcase. I thought that was a very cool thing. I thought the when the music hit and Judgment Day and Reed is running out there slamming on the uh, they all do that. They always do like the they have the case horizontally in hand and they run out and they're just slapping on top of it as you know to emphasize the the point that we're cashing in and uh, Judgment Day laughing maniacally in the ring as they were trying to wait waiting to cash in with uh, female just ref <laughs> ref just ref female. I just have a question about that. Sure. So, hypothetically, let's say Rhea does, in fact, give it over to the ref and he cashes in. Damien then goes and... Now, now here's the question. Mm. Is it Mm. whoever pins the next guy (laughs) wins the, the World Heavyweight Championship? Or is it... Damien has to pin Seth. I think it's what are the rules? That's the only thing I wanted to know. I think, and on top of that, sure, sure, is the next pin also the end of war games? (laughs) (laughs) So, the next pin, yeah, the next pin would be end of war games. That I can answer because war games officially started technically, correct, even though it was a disadvantage still. (laughs) But right. the guy never showed up. Right. This is true. Right. But they didn't. So then, okay, no, but, no, 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 hang on. But they didn't announce until he came to the ring. Did not start yet. Right. It did not start. So it would be that Damien would have to pin Seth. Correct. Okay. All right. I'm glad we got that out of the, out of the way. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you were thinking about that all week. Uh, it it really bothered me. I mean, it I is... was going okay. Like as soon as I saw that, I go okay. Now, how does this logically make sense? Is the next pinfall have to be Damien over Seth? And if Damien does pin Seth, does that also end war games? Because I'll be hyped that Damien wins the the title, but I'll be pretty pissed if that's all we get for war games. And then we're standing there, and he's like, he's all excited, but he can't get into his belt because we're still in war games. Yeah, exactly. So now the World Heavyweight Championship just switched hands. So, like... That's also very anti He wins the title and war game still goes on. What it does can he still get if he gets pinned? Like fuck. And he's then some whoever pins him is the champ. <laughs> or no, not necessarily no, because that's not part of the war no, games. Right. No, 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 no. WWE logic would state whoever pins him gets the next title shot. That's that's wrestling logic. Uh yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm glad we cleared that cleared the air with that. All right, good. <laughs> the uh <laughs> the, the the slamming of the of the briefcase. Only for um, that to hit, and uh, Randy looking absolutely stoked, Jack Natty. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> uh, I I feel like he took a like when 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 uh, people jokingly take a pen to abs and just it's like you know spray paint abs on there. I was like, wow, he looks yoked. Good God, like it's the best shape he's ever looked ever. <laughs> Randy Orton looks like he hasn't eaten a carb in about four years. And we all know that that's not true because his wife is a head, like a big Italian accent. Mm. You know she cooks well. <laughs> like it's it's damn near impossible. True. Uh, but they have a lot of sex too yeah, because she's a hot uh, Ran- Let me tell you something about Randy Orton. Call me crazy. I may enjoy his previous theme song more than this one. Hmm. I don't know why. Okay. 
it was it may just be the time i'm just trying to remember what that theme song was when i was a strat it was like hey that one <laughs> i was really hoping you're gonna get that i don't want to sing i <laughs> i don't want to have to sing i have no idea now i have to hear you sing it no i'm definitely not gonna sing it well, but let's... i can talk long enough where i could try to uh well I where do... i can try to look it up why well, don't look for on, it. Uh, on the old google machine uh let's see here old theme song randy orton old theme uh -huh. burn in my light yes really yes uh, i don't think i've ever heard this yeah, yeah yeah put that one on all right you cool. you're gonna know it all right let's 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 talk before we uh because i still have to actually you know get it <laughs> so in the meantime uh i thought you're gonna just pull that rip that off youtube uh i am doing it right now but you know it takes a second no i meant just like play it i don't know if it will actually do that the way i have this connected sorry oh yeah yeah that's true fun time listen you're the technology guy <laughs> am i i'll play that anyway uh while i'm downloading it um so the, the the when he came into the ring and then samantha announced that the war games begin um and him just going absolutely insane and uh just going crazy all over dominic and then doing his old school ddt what the hell was he saying uh, cock slut. That's what he was saying. He said cock slut. Okay. I don't know, but I I saw that clip and I go. Ah. I saw someone say it after that. I go. Slut. I mean, <laughs> he's not not saying that. Cock slut. Let's go. Yeah. I just don't know what he said. He's like cock slut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did it. And I was like, all right. I don't know what's going on. Uh, let's see here. Um. Oh, here we go. We have we have killed enough time to play this. I remember that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was like right. That was pre-Legend Killer, post-Evolution Randy Orton. Right. Nothing. Randy with hair. Randy with hair. Uh, so, yeah. So, cock slut. <laughs> that was that spot. Uh, <laughs> we, and then and then the cock slut went into uh, what could have been what they were trying to amp up as the, the, the biggest uh, RKO of all time. Eh. I will, I will give A for effort. I'll give A for effort to J.D. McDonough. McDonut. <laughs> McDonough. Uh, top 10? Okay. <laughs> Out of 11? I, I, uh, okay. I mean, he literally, it, I would have been more impressed. You've got to give him off the top of the cage. you got to give him that. I give I mean, J.D. I give J.D. all agree. Er, uh, Evan Bourne, Seth Rollins, one and two, depending on however you want to look Correct. Correct. I still think. I give I, I give all credit to JD McDonough for for taking that spot. Randy, if he jumped, maybe I would have been more impressed. But I know it was all with timing. He literally just landed with him. I, I don't know. I'm not really. All right. I don't know. I'm getting maybe right. again again uh, as someone who has never stepped in, in foot in taking a took a, uh, a a bump like that in my entire life. I have stepped in, into a ring before, but never took it a bump like that. I will. He has stepped into a ring. He has taken bumps. Never mutually exclusive ne with each other. With each other, correct. 
However, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I've run into ropes. I've taken a clothesline, but I've never taken a top cage bump like that. And for that, I will say kudos, but they were just, I, I don't know. I feel like for all the hype that they were giving it, it, it didn't really, I, I need to be more impressed, I guess is what, my, what I'm saying. Um, and then we had, uh, uh, who took, oh, and then uh, Damian Priest took the loss. So yeah, that was played up on, on Raw. Uh, they, however, did not blame him. That, that, that was that was good on their part to on Raw to have Damian bitch and moan about him being the loser and then Rhea kind of squelching that whole thing because you can't have both shows play that same angle up because they're going to do it on SmackDown with, with Bailey for sure. Um, God, Triple H with, with a watermark. I, I love his use of, of watermarks. Because oh, you want to get into it now? Let's do it. So okay. they they finally get they get the win. Everybody does their finishing moves. All the Avengers get get off their their finishing moves. Damian Priest gets the loss, and then Cody and and Randy have their moment in the ring. Uh, you know, former Evolu- Evolution members. Um, and then they, and then we got the camera angle of you got to give the people what they, they want. Yeah, That's all I can think about. Yes, so That's I, all that I could think about. <laughs> you know, I I didn't think about that. <laughs> I did not think about that, um, but now that you mentioned it, I, I completely agree. I watched that that clip, which, by the way, WWE made it well known that it was the most watched social media uh, moment of all time. Seventy-one For, million views as of Monday night on the, all across of all of social media platforms. The wrestlers doing their hugs and you know, raising their hands in the air several times. You get the yeet yeet from uh, from Jay, and then the camera. Is, is panning out and just brilliant 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 because you had the before they even panned out the watermark on the bottom right watching everybody celebrate and then the pan out and then it just keeps going out michael cole uh electric to say the least and then god <laughs> just the 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 screech and then and then it hits and then it's got to be the, the the biggest pop of all time, uh, and that's not recency bias. And I've said it to many other people. I had, that may be recency bias. It's it's it's. I don't think it is. I've I've listened. I've listened to it. It it, it it's it's fucking big. It's, it's big. The, it may be the biggest of the decade of all time. I'll give you that. All time, dude. All time. Name John Cena. Steve still had bigger ones, man. I'm telling who? you. Who? I'm telling you, Austin still had bigger than that. Yeah, there's no way, and this is why. There's this no is way, why because I looked. At, I I I genuinely looked. I, I saw a clip of uh, this guy did back to backs of Punk returning at Survivor Series and Punk returning on Rampage, mm. and that first return on Rampage, we all knew it was coming. We all had suspected it was coming, and it was just a validation of our thoughts and everyone was at a high pitch. That's why, right. It's di- that's why this is different though. That's why this is, that's exactly why this is different, which is better because <laughs> this one. Yes. I do say this is better mm. because this one had just the same amount of decibel points, but it was all a low pitch. It all was a very gut wrench reaction because everyone thought they were going home. Right. They thought it was done. They thought it was like, 
all right, WWE, fuck this one up which, again for us which, because that's how Chicagoans talk. <laughs> that's how they would. That's how they would phrase it. Well, mm. fuck us. That's it. It's over. But then that that it was it was a it, it was a base level reaction as opposed. The other one was on the treble clef, my music friend. The other one was on the treble clef. Mm. This one was the highest note on the bass clef, and I. <laughs> would say that that one could ring louder than the treble clef. <laughs> I, I put some thought into this. You really did. I've had some time. You really did. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> here's why I believe this is the biggest pop of all time. And I, I you can put you can put Austin up there. Before uh, you say that, I just want to make this disclaimer. Sure. After Survivor Series, uh, I somewhat sort of take back everything I said about CM Punk. Which part? And I will start wearing his shirts again. Oh. Just saying. Interesting. Why is that? He's back. I'll start wearing his shit. He was in he was in AEW when we were there? I uh, no, I did when he was in AEW. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. But when he wasn't, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well that makes sense. <laughs> it just makes sense. Am I gonna yeah. wear am I wearing my four twenty bro shirt uh at WWE events? Probably not. Am I wearing it to the gym? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> get the yeah. P- I gotta am get I gonna wear a forty niners jersey in June? No. Right, sure, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I do. Bust out the baseball. Yeah, of course, there you go. Uh, here, here's why I think this is the biggest pop, and and I have gone back. Austin, John Cena, Royal Rumble. My my number one was always, believe it or not, Edge, and I'm not going by loudness. I'm going by just the raw emotion too. Edge, because, Royal Rumble, 2020. Yes. Okay. Because no, if you, <laughs> nobody thought. First of all, Edge wasn't on the mind of anybody at that point. At least, at least here, because it was in Chicago, there was a inkling of CM Punk. But I'll, I'll get back to to that in a second. Edge, nobody was expecting that that to hit at all, and for him to come back, and again the way he did, and the emotion that was involved in all that, that meant a lot. And so that for me was number one of all time until Saturday night, because. The never say never moniker with WWE, if if for nothing else, applies to this moment because everybody was like, "There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell they're going to bring him back." And and mind you, on this very show, I apologize on our behalf for reading the dirt rags and ha- and all of them getting it wrong <laughs> because this is what we do on a weekly basis. We just go off of facts and the fact that. Triple H and WWE were able, and Nick Khan were able to pull this off without anybody knowing. Is in in this year of technology and social media is absolutely fucking fantastic, and that moment is the reason I'm sitting there as cheesy as it is, marking the fuck out because I love CM Punk so much. Why I love wrestling because you can have moments like this where you're like, "There's no way in hell he's going to come back," and. The, the whole thing with the panning out of the camera and the watermark and you see fans just getting up and they're like, okay, they're applauding, you know, Sami Zayn for doing a great job in the, in the ring. And then it just hit, it switches over and the place just goes absolutely ape shit, ape shit. And it, it only helped because it was in Chicago because you could tell if it happened like it, where it was on Monday, it definitely wouldn't be the same reaction. So it was a combination of all the things that the locale, the, 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 the person, the timing of the whole thing. Um, 
poor Randy Orton <laughs> in his return and all the the hype for that, and then just to, for it to get absolutely overshadowed by this. Uh, I don't know. I, I just I, I feel like this was by for me by far the loudest pop I've ever heard in any any wrestling ever. And we you know that's the great thing about this is if you can have your, we can have our debates. We can go back and watch every single Mania, every every single Stone Cold, every single Rock. Uh, promo. By the way, speaking of another pop, top five all time just recently happened this year when Rock came back for that that random uh, SmackDown, SmackDown when they were in uh, in Texas. Oh, SmackDown, SmackDown with Pat McAfee, <laughs> and uh, you know that's that that's got to be up there too. It, it was just absolutely incredible, and and he complained to the crowd. That one kid, th- those two kids, by the way, shout out to them also because he. <laughs> He CM Punk getting into the crowd to get the kid just shouting out Chicago. The one guy you imagine if you're if we're in our UBS seats in the back row there and he comes over and he's giving us hugs like that kid. That must, what do you mean? That actually happened to you, I, dummy. I, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I understand that. But I'm saying in, in that moment with CM like that was also just- a guy from your hometown. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm talking about a moment with like CM Punk. I understand that. I get that. I'm saying like this moment with CM Punk, that one guy <laughs> on camera. I wasn't on camera. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't getting like play up to the camera like Yonkers, Yonkers right here, Yonkers. I, I didn't have my <laughs> armor on Eddie point. Kingston. <laughs> fair point. But it did technically happen to you. Next time I want to do it with a camera. Uh otherwise that's I think it was the, the entire thing was just absolutely insane. I I just want to say one thing. I don't apologize for. I don't apo- on behalf for, of us. For. I don't apologize for Chris reading the dirt rags because you reading them made it better for me. Okay. Because if we hadn't read them, I still would have been convinced that Punk was coming back, and then it would have been, oh, okay, Punk's back. Now I had the feeling of punks not returning. Like neither of them are, are on talking levels and right and all this shit right now. Mm-hmm. And I was I just completely threw it out of my mind. And th- I genuinely thought that the watermark showed and they played it for the arena. I thought they just played the song. Like I thought it, they were supposed to cut the black and then they were going to play the song for the arena. Mm. And then they just fucked it up. And then I saw that it was still there. And then it cut to punk's actual Titan Tron. And I go, Oh my days. He <laughs> is actually back. Oh my days. Yeah. I have one question though, to you. Sure. And it's not really to you. It's to your friends what was their reaction like and because they don't like steph and rob don't watch aew but they know of it i mean they listen to the show and they you know stephanie's fiance oh yeah good point likes aew they know they know of it yeah but it's like i guess seeing him return in that sense I guess. Well, here's here's my thing. Knowing, I guess what, the thing is, how is it knowing for them that they're gonna be able to see Punk wrestle on a let's say semi regular basis now? Because we've already experienced that. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> this is very true. I will say that uh, 
knowing like what... you could go to a house show at the west coast west oh, fuck i fucked See, now up. you Never fucked mind. up what are you saying yeah ass at uh, the civic center the 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 fact that we saw cm punk in AEW and then have the transition over meant more i i'm just speaking for me it meant more that we watched AEW and seeing all the nonsense that he went through over there and that he it, in all fairness pulled off too that he did all the shit that he did over there and then you know the ups and downs there and him returning to AEW coming back and you know doing the same shit over there and then coming over here, I think that's why it meant more to me too. Is because there was like again, there's no way in hell. And and also with this the, the Seth Rollins you know, cancer comment, which now you know plays into everything that's about to happen with their program, and you know just the, just the the lead up to all this meant more because he was in AEW and and what WWE is not going to deal with that shit like Tony Khan and Tony Khan's a bitch compared to what you know Triple H is like I, I don't need this shit you can go like this is this no, is no 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 the difference is Triple H will actually fight him <laughs> <laughs> Triple H is not scared for his life around CM Punk no, no. yeah I mean other than you know maybe having a heart attack but sure no, he's worried about him giving Vince a heart attack. <sighs> we don't care anymore. TKO was like, you know what? Get him. <laughs> Get him over here. I'm sure Triple H was yeah, like, absolutely. what do you want to do, Endeavor? How do you want to work this out? I was like, I don't care. Just sign him. <laughs> Get him over here. And you know, well, you know we'll what that means. Deal, also. With the, deal with the consequences later. Yes. You know what we're going to be seeing, seeing? Seeing CM Punk now. Wow, that's a lot to that's get out. That's a lot out. to get out. Sure. Sure. Uh, I guarantee you we see him at the next big UFC event. If it's not around any sort of like if it's just like an off crazy off weekend for the for the WWE, you'll see him in the crowd. Is he going to be him and AJ 100 percent him, AJ, him holding Vince's cane and And he will get booed. Would he? Yeah. Why is that? UFC fans. Yeah. Why? They hate CM Punk. Why? Because he's, he sucks. He's, <laughs> he's a failed UFC fighter. Oh, so that's that's why they hate him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Logic. It all makes sense. <laughs> none, of, none of that makes sense. At least I think so. All right. I'm sure they will because you know UFC fans are a whole other breed. But yeah, I, I the only WWE to UFC fighter that anybody respects is Brock. You right. can't you can't put Kent Shamrock in there because Kent went from. You, he went from UFC to WWE. Ooh, so did Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that's why I didn't say Ronda. Okay. All right. I know what I'm saying sometimes. Well, I'm sure <laughs> I'm going to get a fucking text. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Those douches. Um, so, yeah, him, him coming out. And so then all the other aftermath. As far as immediately, everything just blew up. So you get to see Rhea give the middle finger and, and mock pointing at the watch. And then, of course, the whole thing with, with uh, well, even before all that, Drew McIntyre just taking a beeline even before the whole CM Punk thing started. So I'm more interested in that than anything else. I think else. that was all part of canon. Okay. I think that was supposed. I think that was supposed to happen. Okay. All right. He was just frustrated with everyone else in there, right? So I'm, 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 I'm assuming he definitely that, did not know that Punk was coming. Out. I'm assuming that. Well, so here's the other thing too. I, I, I think that according to reports, <laughs> the dirt sheets, uh, wrestlers were told that he's coming through, and so it wasn't a, like a huge surprise. 
um, coming through backstage. Like no, the I'm backstage sorry. area. I'm he sorry, wasn't coming through the curtains. He's, he's, he's coming. He's coming into WWE. Is my point that he's he's. Oh, he's, they were told. That's what I was. I read several sources that he was. He, oh. The wrestlers were told that he is. He was coming, and so uh, the whole thing with with Drew McIntyre. I I tend to agree with you that that was part of this storyline and not not a bigger a bigger picture thing like you know, a lot of a lot of reports saying that he was unhappy that he's been unhappy with storytelling and all this other stuff um but yeah i i that i believe i wanted to get your take on that as far as drew and i i appreciate you <laughs> clarification with that um but, but the big thing was this whole thing being played out with seth rollins yeah. And and the f bombs galore, because <laughs> yeah. if you're gonna play a That's story, what we call a shoot, brother. That, that looks like a shoot, which could be a work. So, <laughs> if you have gone full out, where you know in front of several thousand fans, that you know it's gonna be it, most of most not most all of the the footage of that was taken on phones. Uh, obviously, it wasn't like a if it, it would have been a, a complete work if you know, WWE been like. Do watch this, but no, it was that part shown as a shoot. As plants him. are an option, option. But the idea of this being a part of a storytelling, long-term storytelling, uh, works out for me only because if if that's the way it's going to be, and, and you know Seth Rollins being the the professional that he is, you know, take the story and and you know elevated to a whole, whole other level by doing what he did and having that go out uh, viral the whole thing just worked out man it was just like this everything just went hand in hand and he came back and and everybody's like pissed off because he's there and you have fucking and the only reason why i think it's at work is because you have fucking michael cole holding him back like okay i, I know he's yeah, i know he's working out and going in the gym but take it easy like he, it's <laughs> it, it just seemed very funny that of all people there, him and Corey Graves were the two people holding the back. And Sammy's like, "So you think it's a work?" I do. Huh? I Interesting. Do. I do. I think that he <laughs> there's a time there's a time honored phrase in the wrestling business. Oh sure. You don't want to work yourself into a shoot, brother. I think in this case, Seth Rollins. Is he shot himself into what is going to be a work? <laughs> I think he said all of this shit for so fucking long. Yeah. And now it's all kind of being presented to him. And now it's like, fuck. <laughs> now I actually have to fucking work with him. Okay. It could also be uh, uh, a crime of opportunity more than a crime of passion. Very deep. If nobody. If no, let's say that nobody, none of the wrestlers in the, in the ring knew what was going on. Mm. Right. Which is what everyone said. Like, uh, some people have said that if nobody knew what was going on and the first thing that they, when they found out that CM Punk returned to the WWE was when the rest of us found out that he returned. Seth Rollins could have seen that and put some of the dots together in his head and go, how do I get the most reaction out of this? He knows what he said. So if he, and everyone's got a camera, mm -hmm. everyone's got a fucking camera in their pocket now. Mm -hmm. 
you know that if Seth Rollins gives a fucking crazy reaction, everyone's going to get some part of it. Someone's going to get the full thing, but everybody's going to get a chunk of it. And I think he may have played that opportunity perfectly. He did. Hence and why. if it is a shoot, God, I'm hyped as shit. <laughs> Either way, I'm yeah. pretty I'm pretty psyched now. The, the opportunity for uh I just I just don't want me to go to like my first WWE show wearing a CM Punk shirt and them going, No, 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 that's not like our CM Punk shirt. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I, I immediately went on to both WWE shop and Pro Wrestling Tees and got uh, CM Punk shirts. However, I will never purchase another WWE shop uh, item again unless it's something I I uh, gotta have. I don't know what that would be. How dare they take two and a half fucking months to send me a shirt? I'm lucky. I'll, really? I'll, I'm lucky. I'll have it before WrestleMania. <laughs> like, are we kidding? Was it me? pre-order? No. Oh. It didn't say pre-order on the on the site. That's quite interesting. Because like I pre-ordered that MJF uh, button down. Mm-hmm. From pro wrestling tees. No, I'm talking that about WWE shop. That didn't come for like three months. Oh, Jesus. May, no, I'm sorry. It may have been two months. Uh, WWE shop. It said it was going to be here in January. It's December. The end of January. Oh, you just <laughs> bought it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, you've been. This is ten months. You uh, got. You got robbed. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my That's merchandise, a scam, brother. Give me my merchandise. Uh, yeah, it's just I find that outrageous. Um, so let's let's talk all still talking all things punk. So I have uh, his return to Monday Night Raw. That 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 Raw. Uh, I don't have exact numbers for ratings here, but uh, it had to be insane. Uh, just because of Randy Orton and uh, the return of CM Punk. By the way, shout out to Randy Orton for one of the best promo spots in his return with Rhea Ripley. And it just it like, why? Oh. Why would why would she come out of all people? And it just played out so well to for the the end cap of I want a t shirt. Randy Orton says, "Daddy's home." I want that shirt. I I don't give a fuck if it just says "Daddy" across the front. <laughs> I'll fucking wear that too. A little Randy Orton thing on, on the bottom there, and the WWE logo in the back, or even "Daddy's home." I'll I'll take that. Daddy's home. And a Viper, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Viper walking through the door <laughs> with a trench coat, and a, a trench coat and a, and a top hat, <laughs> puts it on the rack. <laughs> what a scenario! What a storytelling on a t-shirt! Wow! <laughs> like I get that. There's a snake. He's coming home from work. He had a long day, and Daddy's home. I get that. Kim, Daddy's home. <laughs> Kim, <laughs> where's my Italian food? Uh, why? And then so people. God, I love the internet. He had his promo. On Raw. He had his I'm home. Speaking of uh, being home. Uh, he said, I'm home. Uh, the, the nice little line when the camera was cutting out that uh, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. Shout out to Young Bucks. And uh, the idea of what he said on Raw to close out the show. And they're call- everybody online calling him PG Punk. Yeah. And I feel like in initially watching it. I felt some sort of way like you could have done more. But there's always another side. There's always th- three sides to every story. It's his his side, the the fan side, and then the real side. <laughs> and then we see that, we find out that the Orton and Dominic match went long. He had a lot more to say. He was only given nine minutes. 
And he was not allowed by law to mention AEW or anything like that. Tony Khan is also under. What does under- that mean? Anything like that? Though? So okay. So if you if you remember Tony Khan about a week or so ago was uh, I'm sorry not a week or so could he have said nobody feels threatened with me backstage? <laughs> I think they wanted to stay away from from all that. So according to <laughs> according to Dave Meltzer. Uh, CM Punk and others entered into multiple non-disclosure agreements concerning public discussions about one another. Uh, The only reason why I believe this, though, on a side note, the only reason why I believe this is because Tony Khan had the same exact response. It's like, I can't can't talk about it. Uh, Clear separation has been maintained between AEW and CM Punk in every aspect, including refraining from discussing each other. Uh, For those wondering or disappointed that Punk said nothing about AEW, it's because both he and others have signed several NDAs regarding talking publicly about the other. Tony Khan, when questioned about Punk's return a couple days uh, or day, day or two after his WWE return, he also clarified that he is legally bound from commenting on CM Punk's return to WWE. He said he can't legally comment on it and dodged the question in a big way. Uh, so that there's there's that. Uh, very toned down. Uh, people were expecting him to go for blood, and this is basically the main reason why. Uh, you also had um, him talk about <laughs> you had him talk about uh, everybody kissing him backstage <laughs> on the mouth. Uh, I found that very funny. Yeah, by the way, who was kissing him on the mouth backstage? I don't know if it was maybe AJ Lee or who. Uh, yeah, but who else then? Seth Rollins. I don't know. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> I hate you. Uh, as, as mentioned before, uh, you know Rollins was enraged by this whole situation and drew uh, a lot of attention. You know, a couple, couple months ago, about the, with his uh, side viral video of him being a cancer <laughs> in in the uh, in the industry. Uh, Dave Dave is is pointing out that WWE is testing CM Punk with the Seth Rollins angle at Survivor Series. Um, hence why I also mentioned that it might be a work. WWE ran an angle backstage with Seth Rollins trying to get at Punk. Rollins was asked months back about Punk uh, coming back. He said, we don't need that cancer here. But later, he walked back on that. Since anyone who follows wrestling history would have believed there was a chance, and probably a good one, that at some point he would have been brought back after his AEW termination. Uh, it seems like CM Punk has uh, called out Dominic Mysterio, Dirty Dom. Uh, might be mixing it up with Punk. Um, and then the, the, the sky's the limit with just, you know, fantasy booking with, you know, uh, him and, him and, uh, Seth Rollins, obviously to start things off, uh, Dominic Mysterio talking about <laughs> some people online talking about, uh, CM Punk versus Stone Cold <laughs> CM Punk at some point also, but, but that's, that's kind of a, a, a pipe dream, but realistically, uh, getting to the point where WWE has a strategy to get Punk and Reigns into a match. Yeah. Um, and that is that's long term. There are two people that I want to see CM Punk face off in the WWE. Number one, Logan Paul. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that battle on the microphone could be pretty good. You had a failed UFC career, you have a failed boxing career. It could it could work out pretty well. Yeah. Number two, which we have never, ever seen inside the walls of a WWE ring. CM Punk 
AJ Styles. Wow. Yep. Yeah. We haven't seen that since, let's see, 2005. ROH? Yeah. Because after 2005, Punk was in the WWE until 2011, 2014, sorry. 14. And then who started showing up in 2014, between 2014 and 2016? All of the Japans. <laughs> All of them Japans. Uh, so... Are you are you like genuinely excited for this this kind of like Japan talent? Okay. Yes. Got it. <laughs> I just want to point that out. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Please don't comment us for that. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. I assumed. I I, I knew what you were talking about. I'm sorry that I. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I we both I, knew what each other. <laughs> not not to clarify that. Talent uh, that that emanated from Japan, and AJ Styles is one of those. Yes. <laughs> so is the Good Brothers. All the Japans. God. Speaking of not being PC. Um. <laughs> we never were. <laughs> what are we talk about? Uh, see, Sonny. Um, so, are you are you excited for this whole thing? Uh, obviously, you seem to, you seem to be because you're talking about like you know scenarios and possibilities of matches that might might occur with this new acquisition <laughs> of WWE. I've learned to enjoy the ride, mm-hmm. and. I'm here for the ride. Wherever it goes, whatever happens, I'm in. And just don't fuck it up, man. (laughs) On both parties. Mm. Genuinely, Uh, that's a message to both parties. (laughs) Uh Just don't fuck it up, please. Speaking of recency bias, uh, I, I, I tagged that statement. More so to punk than anything else, just be, just given uh, past records. But I will say that uh, if if WWE is going to have their hands in every promo that he does, a la Raw, uh, I, I'm giving I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt, given or knowing that time was a factor involved. But you better take the leash off because if if it's just talking about AEW, that's all well and good. I I don't need to have Punk talk Wait. talk about that company because it just it, it's it kind of diminishes it. Yes, we're forgetting about one thing. Mm. If he can't talk about AEW anymore, does that also mean that he can't talk about Ring of Honor? Mm. Because if he also can't talk about Ring of Honor, then we're kind of painting ourselves into a hole. Why is that? Because you could do a lot of freaking, uh, why did, a, a lot of callbacks back to Ring of Honor. But why does he need especially that? Especially with Seth and with AJ. But why does he need that? History. We, we, you can. How are you going to get to an AJ Styles versus CM Punk match and not mention Ring of Honor once? You, well, you don't have to. You can just talk about past. You don't have to talk about. You have to bring up the words Ring of Honor. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, but then if you if you talk about CM Punk's past. You know, while you were off in the land of make uh, land of misfit toys, that's a callback for you. <laughs> while you were off in the land of misfit toys, <laughs> I was over here being a champion. That's it's a, a line Seth Rollins could easily. Okay, say. so AJ Is Styles he allowed to say that. AJ Styles can do it. There's no there's no NDA against him. AJ Styles can say it. 
CM Punk doesn't uh, have to. He can he can allude to it. Everybody can allude to everything else. You know, just you like just CM, can't say AEW on television. Just like CM Punk had the had the uh, the callback or or the the quick mention uh, on camera before the the, the fade to black. Like yeah, I'm here I'm here to make money. Like, uh, who who do you think he's talking about? It can, we can do this. CM Punk is a very intelligent guy. We can we can mm-hmm. talk around things without it, it being directly said. But I understand what you're saying as far as the history of things because that's that plays into wrestling. Yeah, everybody talks about the history of of matches before and what we did since. I, I get that. We can it can be worked out. <laughs> we will. I'm sure that at some point they will try to figure out how to play that into storylines. With that being said, uh. You know everything with with you know, Seth Rollins. I mean, there's no history there. It's just he hates the guy. <laughs> so you know, play that up. That's I mean, that's the first the first match that we're looking to. Obviously, is Seth Rollins versus CM Punk. They never had a match before, unless I missed something in in uh, <laughs> Ring of Honor and NXT that I wasn't aware that the two of them happened to cross paths. Yes, they have, bro. CM, do you don't remember? I don't. Okay. Uh. Seth Rollins was I do. part yes, of a, yes, yes, yes. a very sorry. well-known yes, with faction known as The Shield. The Shield, correct. That is correct. The Shield, yes, I take everything before back. their debut at Survivor Series, when do I have to edit was this? originally supposed to be kind of like the muscle for CM Punk. Right. But instead, he they didn't do that. I don't know why. That's where my memory gets a little fuzzy. And they just went right, and that's did the right, whole, yeah, yes. okay, beat so, him up and all that shit. So at one seventeen, I'm going to edit this entire thing out. I, I make no mistakes. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, thank you for the call back. I appreciate it. So now that we have history, <laughs> with, <laughs> <laughs> but within within WWE, we can talk about that. <laughs> we can discuss yeah. that. Um, but yes, so bring all that shit back. Uh, f- final th- uh, thoughts here, as far as oh, and Punk has history with with. With Mox, are you nuts? Well, if, I mean, if if Rollins has to go there and bring up uh, John, that's Moxley, his boy. I understand, but uh, yeah. Okay, listen. If you he's not going to call him out by name, but if he wants to basically say, you know, you're messing around with the Shield in, in other places, I get it. Yeah, I get it. It'd, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. Uh, by the way, I just want Moxley back now. I want a Shield reunion all of a sudden. All of a sudden. <laughs> He is not leaving AEW. He's got the, the best gig over there. He is like un, he is unstoppable over there, other than you know, Orange Cassidy just beating him. But he's yeah. he's he's a made man over there. He's not going anywhere until they shut. He those might doors. as well be the Hulk Hogan of AEW. He, they'll, he'll die there until they, they shut those doors. Uh, yeah, with a skewer in his head. <laughs> many many skewers in his head. Um, you see this whole thing with Ryback, and he make, making the threat that if he if CM Punk actually returns, that he will quit wrestling. And then he didn't. And he did. So he basically pulled a, uh, a uh, was it Chris Chris Russo? Vince Russo? Vince, not Vince. Uh, Chris. Uh, Chris Russo, the fucking MCU director? No, Jesus. Why am I drawing blanks? Sports radio talk show host. Oh, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. That is Chris Russo, yes. Mad Dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So basically, he did He did say if, uh, if uh, what was it? If Arizona makes it to the World Series. Something like that. My memory shot. Anyway, he didn't. He he would, he would quit the business, and he didn't. <laughs> well, Ryback. Oh no! I thought you were talking about uh, Mike Greenberg. No, he no, was no. talking about if the Jets win a Super Bowl, he will donate his right testicle. 
<laughs> I haven't heard that or one. He, or he will cut his willy off or something like he, that. I thought he said something about a pinky, but... Uh, it, uh, oh, it could have been his pinky. I could be wrong, <laughs> but it was on the Pat McAfee show, so you see why I went there. Right testicle. Russo said he would quit the radio business. He did not, and then the flack that basically rained down upon him for not doing that. Uh, Ryback did the same thing, and the, this article is entitled, Ryback calls out CM Punk fans for being full of hate and bitterness. I mean, what did you expect when you said that you were going to quit? Uh, Known for his controversial statements, Ryback previously declared that he would retire for good if CM Punk ever returned to WWE. However, he quickly changed his tune after Punk actually returned. Um, He took to Twitter, X, decided to call out CM Punk fans for being full of hate and bitterness, adding that they should learn from his own fans, whom he claims embrace positivity while becoming better humans daily. Wow, that's... That is something. Um, hate again, and bitterness sounds like a great addition to a good mixed drink. Hate and bitterness? Yeah. Sounds like a good a title yeah. for a good uh, theme song. Some triple sec, a little hate and bitterness. <laughs> it's all good. Just drink it down. Swallow that pill. <laughs> uh, yeah, what did Ryback expect? Like, nobody Jesus, likes him. Swallow that pill. What are you doing? What the hell did he fucking think? <laughs> it was going to happen here. Uh, uh this might be weird to say, but is Ryback kind of like the Colin Kaepernick of the WWE? <laughs> that is very weird to say. And uh, I think the correlation... Not as far as similar controversial topics. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the Correct. fact that they're trying to still be relevant eight years later. Mm. <laughs> Here's the difference, though. Is that uh, I'm sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. We know the difference. No, 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 no. I'm here. Hold on. Is that Colin Kaepernick could probably do something for the Jets that uh, Zach Wilson cannot do. Ryback can do nothing for WWE that anybody else in WWE can do. I don't. I don't know. You're telling me that Colin Kaepernick is not better than Zach Wilson. Colin Kaepernick has been. I'm not talking about controversy. I'm just talking about. I'm talking about skill, dude. I'm I'm talking about football. Okay. All right. I'm talking about football. Yes. Colin Kaepernick has been out of the league almost as long as CM Zach Punk. Wilson has been playing <laughs> meaning football. Uh-huh. I 100% believe which Zach means, Wilson over Colin Kaepernick. Which means three years of nothing. There's no, There's been no meaningful football coming from Listen, Zach Wilson in the last three as years. A 49er fan, as a 49er fan, it pains me to admit this, mm. okay? But Colin Kaepernick had a good year, and then everyone figured him out, and then that was it. I'm just saying, as a good backup, you could have signed him for a year, if this was if when the, the second after four plays that Aaron Rodgers twisted his ankle off, you could have been on the phone and said, "Listen, I, I understand he's like the 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 scarlet letter of of the NFL. He has that letter on him, but you would rather have had Zach Wilson than Colin Kaepernick." I take RG triple sticks over Colin Kaepernick. Are you kidding me? I I, I couldn't disagree with you more. You, you probably know, was known for his fucking running ability. You probably everyone know more. Is, everyone is okay. targeting running quarterbacks now. Like, that's the big thing about the league. But Zach all Wilson can't do can either. Scramble. But Zach Wilson can't do either. He can't scramble and he can't throw. That's all right. But it's, uh, no, Colin Kaepernick, absolutely not. <laughs> I loved him, dude. I fucking loved him. I really did. Mm-hmm. All right. He brought us to the promised land for the first time in, in many, many years. Mm-hmm. Now, granted. Alex Smith actually brought us to there, and then Colin Kaepernick kind of led the charge afterwards. But still, Colin Kaepernick did lead us there. You just couldn't get the job done because footsteps flacco in a goddamn blackout. 
<laughs> bringing back bad memories. Moving on. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> moving on. Uh, last thing I will talk about with the WWE is that, uh, in case anybody did, didn't really know, they didn't make it uh, really known. Uh, Triple H and Nick Khan were not at Raw this this week. They were in uh, California uh, finalizing a deal for the future home of Raw. Uh, as we know now, SmackDown will be on the USA Network. NXT. So not NBC. NXT will be to CW October of next year. Uh, so as of right now, uh, they're aiming for a $400 million deal uh most likely realistically a 387 annually for the show um uh for the negotiation period the idea was fx as the leader uh with get this with netflix Ooh. usa warner brother discovery and amazon prime all being talked about well that fucking second to last one is definitely not happening Regarding WBD, <laughs> which would oh. be the game changer in many ways Whoa. if that happened, the Warner Brothers Discovery version told to many this past week is that Nick Khan last went to WBD in October with a pitch and was turned down for probably, at least on my end, very obvious reason. <laughs> We're in the wrestling business already. We're good. AEW, my friends. Nick Khan goes, are you though? <laughs> <laughs> very good <laughs> are you really though <laughs> are you really and then he showed and then Nikon shows him a photo of this past Monday Night Raw where they have the wide shot of the entire arena being full and then you have the shot that that Pistol Pete shout out to Pistol Pete to tennis with uh, the November 29th episode of Dynamite with half the arena empty uh, when they're still playing to full arenas and there was 4,900 tickets allotted and they only sold 4,100 so there were basically about 800 900 seats still available yeah, they, just, here's your two photos side by side. He's like, are you, though? Are you really in the business? He shows, he shows the one picture of Dynamite. He goes, this is you dipping your toe into the wrestling business. Yeah, okay? right. Then he goes like this. He slides over the picture of Raw, and he goes, let me know when you want to skinny dip it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they look, they're looking down at the photos. They look up, and, not, and Khan is like slamming the door shut while he walks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out of here. Anyway, double birds like it's fucking Austin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Austin 99. <laughs> <laughs> it's a glass door, so it shatters behind him. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I don't, I don't see. I, I mean, again, I don't not, want it to be Netflix. I just want to point that let out. Me, let me also point out I, I don't want it to be Netflix or Amazon Prime. Uh, not that I have any problem with Amazon Prime. I, I watched the, the Cowboys game yesterday on, on Prime. I have no problem with it whatsoever. My uh, my problem though is that I just want to be able to put on my TV and not have to go through streaming and just go live. That's that's it. That's just my <laughs> my own preference. Uh, it's going to be what it's going to be. Um, even if it's on FX, that's fine. I just feel like if you have the deal with with uh, Peacock, one of them still has to be right. I mean, I would assume USA still has to have some sort of foothold in it, unless we talked several months or several weeks ago as far as the the deal with. WWE uh, moving away from Peacock and finding another service like ESPN Plus to tag along with UFC. I, I've said this before, mm. okay? I am not opposed 
to the move to ESPN plus. Mm. What I am heavily, heavily opposed to mm. is that move also being similar to the move of UFC. In okay. that case, I don't want to have to be paying for 12 fucking pay-per-views a year. Right. Okay. I want my premium live events now. I never thought I'd I'd ever say that, but give me my premium live events that I pay a premium price for so that I can watch them every week, every month, sorry. I feel like the 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 structure has been already been planted where there the model is what it is and it has to be working because you paying a monthly subscription and having millions of people pay for that monthly subscription as opposed to a couple hundred thousand fans paying for a one-time $50 fee, long-term has to be better with that model, with the the, the Peacock model, where you have – I got I remember back in my day, years ago, when the network was just a, a twinkle in McMahon's eye. Oh, we little lad. We lad back in the day. It was that this was going to be – they mentioned it as far as like a Netflix thing and, and blah, blah, blah. And it, it really started off – it wasn't what it is at all today. It was basically like this weird live stream thing, and it had a couple shows on it with a couple old matches, and that was it. And then they came out with a network, and it became its own thing, and it it it, it, it followed the suit of Netflix but with its own – umbrella of of product and they had enough you could do a disney plus where you have all these movies with disney you can do wwe we have all these matches and all these these wrestlers and and characters and and all these things to take that away now is foolish and if peacock doesn't want to do it then hello netflix (laughs) or hello amazon prime give us a channel make it specific for wwe just like peacock and watch your revenue just go through the roof it's 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 worked for Peacock, and because that that is probably of of everything that they offer on their slate, their number one product. You can't convince me. All the way on the bottom, that, of, on the left side of the screen, all the way in the bottom there, there's, there's a little logo that says WWE. For some reason, it's on the, all the way in the bottom there, and and that's their number one thing. Yeah, but but that's the thing. You also can't convince me that the WWE is not the sole reason that Peacock is even still a thing. It's not. It's not the sole reason, but it is their number one reason. If that makes sense, that's, yes, it does. It's not, so it, it could go away and still Peacock would still be Peacock. That's that's fine. You still have. I don't. I okay. Yes, but I don't think it would last. I think the WWE Network. I don't agree. Gives Peacock longevity. I don't see. I that's fine. I don't. I don't agree though because there's still you know CBS went to Paramount Plus, so there's that. The uh, all these other you know uh, ABC has. Uh, what the hell is ABC? Oh, they have Disney Plus. So so everybody has like their own and ESPN Plus. Right. And so, if you do both of those, you bundle it with Hulu. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Get with the ESPN Plus. But but listen, if you want to get a bundle, I, I will fork over another five bucks a month. You're paying $10 for, for Peacock. I will spend $15 <laughs> to get Hulu, ESPN, and Disney. You can take my money. It's fine. And, and WWE? Oh, my God. But. But. Do you pay for Hulu already? I do. Do you get commercial free? I don't. Okay. I don't watch it enough to have to justify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you pay for the commercial free one and then you go and bundle it, I don't think it's commercial free anymore. 
Mm. I also have not tested that, but that's also been my worry about not bundling. Right. Also, to be fair, mm-hmm. my dad was the one that bundled it. So it's not on me. Shout out to Mr. Black. Uh, yeah, who looks like uh, a combination of Stone Cold and Lou Gallows. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was trying to figure out at the party. I was like, he looks like somebody. He just, you kept saying Stone Cold. I was like, yeah, I get it with the bald head, but there's somebody else that he looks like. I would have said I would have said Stone Cold and Goldberg. Okay, you see, I like I yeah. I like your dad. I don't like Goldberg, so I don't want to use that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing, well, two things <laughs> with Dynamite. Hey, AEW. Speaking of AEW, um, in uh, the the Target Center in Minneapolis, with uh, half the crowd not not being there. Uh, shout out to uh, Cage and and Copeland with the promo of the night, where they they apparently they AEW got into trouble. For Mr. Adam Copeland uh, dropping the f bomb because they couldn't mute it correctly because they couldn't well yeah they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't uh, they didn't, I guess there was no delay I don't know um I heard him say I did like there was a callback though to to Christian's uh, last line but go ahead it absolutely was but I heard him say go fuck yourself and then I heard the cheers mm-hmm. of the crowd mm-hmm. and then I heard silence. Because they missed it. <laughs> they hit that button too. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, they missed it. I guess I didn't know they that was in the script. Um, what do you think of the Continental Classic? Like the tournament the, in general? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a very traditional tournament type of guy, so mine are always <laughs> uh, single a limb. Ah. I I don't I don't sort of really get the whole point system in a tournament. If I'm being thoroughly honest. You don't get it. I don't get it. It's three points for a win, zero points for a loss, and one point for for a draw. Yeah, I know, but and it's basically just it, two out of three for each each wrestler. Okay, all right. I mean, it's not, no, it's not, no, not, not, hang on, hang on. Let me let take me say this. Hold on, it's not two out of three. I'm sorry. It's it's basically you have to win at least one of the three to make points, but at the end of everybody fighting everybody, whoever has the, the, the is the point leader. We'll fight the other league. So gold and blue point leader and those two will will face at world death. That's what that was my understanding. All right. All right. You did explain it pretty well. Oh, thank but you. I could have figured it out, obviously. I just honestly <laughs> I just couldn't want to. be bothered with having to try to figure it out because it's just another like when you say tournament, I go, okay, this is, I think of eliminations. Give me fucking eliminations, please. <laughs> hmm. Okay. And I, I, I don't know. Right. Uh, I, I just, I, I like the the aspect of it just being one on one. There's no outside interference. Um, I do like that part. Of it. The the point that part's awesome. The point system makes me th- watch the match thinking that someone like a John Moxley versus Jay Lethal, that Jay Lethal would actually win, because at least at least there's that little spark of like we have to kind of prolong this and everybody needs to have like a fair share. So. Basically, the only person that Jay Lethal is going to beat is like someone like Mark Briscoe, or you know, he can't win against a John Moxley. I, I, I feel like that aspect they need to play into more, and they haven't done that yet. Um, an upset. We need a couple upsets. We need a couple upsets to justify the point system. Yes. And okay. Yes, I agree with that. Okay. I see. I that I I kind of dislike about it, and until that happens, I you know I'm kind of like, bah. I like the con- I love the concept of it. I think that they they came up with a awesome idea. Uh, it, it's just it does lend itself to having these upsets, and it would make it a better product if they did have them in this tournament. That's all I'm saying. 
Um, I would even say mix it up with the sudden death type of single elimination towards the end. Towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. You get like the fucking Elite Eight. Four on each side, Mm -hmm. the highest four on each side. Those are put into a bracket for each team and then they meet in the final. That wouldn't be so bad. I'm down. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I'm down. Um, I think that now I'm just reciting. Uh, the last thing I will mention here, because I did really was there anything else in the AW AW side you wanted to mention? Uh, no, just go fuck yourself. That's all I wanted That's to get a, to. Really, there's <laughs> just that. When is Jack Perry coming back? Yeah, really. I, I mean, how the fuck is it <laughs> that we've seen uh-huh. CM Punk? Sure. On a different television show. Absolutely. And we still haven't seen Jack Perry back on his own TV program. Speak, speak the truth. Right. I agree. And now you have a perfect thing to put him back into. I completely agree. He fits right into this fucking story with Christian Cage and, and Adam Copeland. As far as being the Faja. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last thing I will say, since I'm a gambling degenerate, um, the uh, Empire City up here, upstate in uh, Yonkers. Empire City has, uh, it was purchased by MGM uh, back in 2019. They have live uh, dealers? No, they do not. We have table, right, table deals. However, this article was uh, published yesterday, updated yesterday. MGM Resorts International has unveiled a ambitious new vision for Empire City Casino. It is being oh renamed MGM Empire City. It will include a major casino floor redevelopment and expansion, 5,000 capacity entertainment venue, a new sports book, celebrity chef-driven dining, cocktail spaces, and they're looking to get a license for live dealers. Yeah. I am very... Very excited <laughs> about losing my money to live dealers. Uh, they, they're going from the video lottery terminal, air quotes, rec- they call it a racino, basically because they have the racetrack and the casino in one, into a full-scale commercial casino. And the 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 artist rendering of this, this new space is absolutely insane. Let me, <laughs> I'm going to show you what I'm looking at here. And if you look at the the building here, like it's it's like the entirety of that space, including the parking oh lot. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> That's nuts. With the theater inside, there's a theater drawing. Five thousand seat theater. Five thousand seat theater, and that's the inside of the lobby. Damn! It looks it looks really good. It looks very nice. Um, this that, is gonna be closer than fucking what you call it. They're gonna do. That's what they want to do. They want to do Mohegan Sun in New York, basically. And if you if you drive by on Central Avenue, if you drive by, the, there's plenty of oh, he can sign like uh, billboards all over the place, basically yeah. just uh, <laughs> telling you to c- come up here. But th- that's not going to happen anymore since if they're going to yeah. no billboards thing. Stay down here. Yeah, stay here. <laughs> stay right here. Um. So that's that. I just wanted to point that out. Anything else before we head on out of this very CM Punk centric episode? I am. Done. Oh, AJ Lee in the Royal Rumble. Yes or no? <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> I think that'd be very cool. Number 30. I'm that'd down. be great. I'm down. I'm down for all that. Ladies and gentlemen, what a week it has been. And there's only more to come. Tonight, SmackDown, like, as, as I mentioned, with uh, Damage Control and, and the new look Damage Control, as I'm assuming it's going to happen tonight. 
Uh, more CM Punk next week with Randy Orton and Cockslut Bitch, whatever his uh, finishing move catchphrase is going to be. Put that on his shirt. <laughs> Cockslut Bitch, and then on the back, Daddy's home. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's perfect. That is perfect. That's very aggressive. It writes, it's, <laughs> it writes itself. Come on. It's a very aggressive t shirt. <laughs> Pro Wrestling Tees.com. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I believe it would be a WWE Shop Talk. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Def not. <laughs> this is in our, our our back end part of the site. <laughs> you have to put in the code to prove that you're over seventeen. You get to. They should have that. They really should have like products. Like you know, I don't know. Get like a like a a Mandy Rose rose, like a dildo. But yeah, it's it's really just, it, it lends it. <laughs> <laughs> that caught me off guard. <laughs> just really, like they're they're missing opportunities on all these things. Here's a dated <laughs> reference. Uh-huh. That part of that part of WWE shop would be like you got to go through the beaded curtain to yes. get through oh, okay. all that. Yes, you are old. Yes. <laughs> By the way, was definitely too young for the last of all that to go on. <laughs> but I can still make a reference. You were there with your dad. You saw. I was like, well, Dad, what's back there? Nothing, son. Let's, let's keep over. No, go my ahead. dad was smart. He just ordered Girls Gone Wild to the fucking house. <laughs> he didn't want to have to go through all that shit, <laughs> seeing people in public. Oh, fun times. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. On VHS. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm done. Be kind. Please rewind. Guys, thank you so much. On behalf of Mr. Joe Black. My name is Chris Mindell. This is Sons of Slam. Please hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Uh, tell your friends. Please tell all your friends and your family and and anybody that is related to Joe Black that has a surprise birthday party that comes up to me and says, oh, you're the Chris that's on that show. Tell their friends as well that we have a, a, a podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and SoundCloud. We thank you all for listening. Looks like you're about to Goodbye. Something. Okay. <laughs> it looks like you're about you're about to say something very deep. This is. Nope, I was just waiting. I was just waiting for the opportunity. And then there's your opportunity. Seize the day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. The Sons of Slam podcast. <laughs>